Hello and good evening and welcome to Soaking Nostalgia, everybody. Thank you listeners for joining us this week. Uh, we're going to try to get through this. Uh, we've got a lot of information to cover, even though the topic may not seem like it. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun evening. All right. So, as always, tonight I am the Matt and I am joined by... Tiny. Sir Bradley! <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Who the f***? I second every time. What just, just wanted to make make sure there was no <laughs> miscommunication, no questions. It is tiny. <laughs> Appreciated, sir. No problem. <laughs> oh yeah, we're feeling good tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> let's move uh, into how to reach us and find us. We'll get the business out of the way and we'll get into the topics. Uh, so of course. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys kill me. That's funny. Some of us are feeling better than others. Well, yeah, I'm drinking again. It's a great evening. <laughs> I'm not drinking to get drunk. I'm drinking because I just... Good lord, it's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you would like to reach us, you can get us at our email, soakingnostalgia at gmail.com, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com, as well as the website deadpan-studio.com. Also on our social media, we have Soaking, at Soaking Nostalgia and at Deadpan Studio 18 on both Facebook and Twitter. Um, if you're listening to us right now, that means you've got one of the streaming services. But for those that uh, need a streaming service to listen to us by, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. As well as the Podbean app, Deadpan uh, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Woo! Spotify is also Woo-hoo. available on Roku. Love Spotify, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah love it. <laughs> all right. So, everybody, if you haven't guessed it by now, uh, with the uh, the the topic, the title, um, okay, <laughs> I would like uh, the audience's feedback as well as you guys' feedback about what you th- <laughs> which <laughs> good episode, luck with that episode title you think is better. Um, Cat, uh, you know, she pre-made the uh, episode titles for me um, for the season. And tonight it was, is the Latin Explosion and why it's relevant. Super Bowl halftime, anyone? I came up with Living La Deadpan Loca. <laughs> of course, I'm not original. Painful. <laughs> if y'all don't want to answer, audience, please send us an email. We still have yet to get our first. And come on, we're over a year into this. I know y'all are out there. Y'all are listening to us. How about she bang with a question mark? <laughs> well she I might like not that. if you all vote against uh, her title <laughs> or or a question mark and an exclamation mark oh the upside down question mark mm. wow that's for our spanish listeners oh that'll work <laughs> i like where you're going i like where you're going alan yeah you know all of our uh, latino and uh Hispanic listeners are just went, these white boys have absolutely no idea what they're about to talk about. I'm over here shimmying. Which <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple of uh, news topics to uh, cover before uh, we move on to the main topic. Like, All right, moving, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Because <laughs> I still like having some of the listeners that we have. <laughs> All, All right, eight so- of them? Yeah, all eight of them. <laughs> Don't want to offend those four. The tens and the tens of our fans. All right, so... And that's how you, that's how you like get shanked in the parking lot. Ain't that it. <laughs> Y'all want to start over again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure by now the audience has either uh, skipped past this episode or just skipped past this section anyway. So, anyway... Oh yeah, they, yeah, they're done. <laughs> Although I do, I, I, I would say she bang with a question mark would be eye eye catching. It would. Let's see what this episode's about. Click. Yeah. Oh, there, got a click. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, locally, uh, of course, the biggest thing uh, nationally and locally is about the coronavirus. Uh, here in Barron County, I don't know how much they have in uh, Warren County, Allen, and uh, and Tiny, 
But here in Barron County, we have six official cases of the coronavirus. You're going to have to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> oh. I was waiting for Alan to say that. <laughs> um, no, I, I do not joke about the coronavirus. It is, it is very serious. Yeah, I just uh, I found out a, a friend of mine who also lives in Bowling Green uh, just uh, got the virus, uh, and she's in quarantine at home recuperating, has some mild symptoms, so I wish her a speedy recovery. So according yeah. to the according to the Google, it was updated less than twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. There has been six hundred and eighty nine confirmed cases in Warren County, one hundred and eleven recovered, and fifty five deaths. Hmm. Maybe yeah, they're just rounding up. That maybe all, they're just so. rounding up from Nashville. <laughs> or it could be true. I haven't watched. Uh, you know, Papa Andy in a couple of days. I should have. I, I, have yeah, I, haven't either. Either. I just stopped watching. <laughs> well, I mean, I love watching it, and it's mm-hmm. good stuff. I just... Yeah, at, at first... Crazy. At first, that was my mentality, and then it just kind of... I don't know. It got depressing. Yeah. Or it, it got me in a depressive state, so I had to quit watching him. Totally get that. I do not like the the day that I stopped watching was the day before people decided to protest while he was given death totals. So well, yeah. I'm death glad I stopped stupid. when I did. Yeah. What'd you say, Brad? I got about half what you said. Uh, you said what? Um, I said that uh, the day <laughs> I said Brad. the day that oh Brad yeah yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I just quit paying attention to all of it. Uh, yeah. I just, I just stay at home, play my guitar, play games, watch Netflix, and uh, you know, just stay the hell away from everybody. Yeah, pretty much. I guess. So the, basically, uh... I just live my life like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still go to work. Uh, other than that, I, I am, I am starting to miss certain businesses being open. Yeah, me too. But other than that, it's it's yes, business close. as usual. Yeah. I'm really digging the grocery delivery, though. I haven't done it. I still go to Walmart when I need <laughs> to. I mean, I don't, I don't go just because, but... Oh, oh, yeah, Matt, I forgot. Y'all are catching up with the times. We've been having that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Took a little virus to do it. I mean, we... Yeah, uh, it's a global pandemic to get yeah. you guys in the 21st century, but, you know... Like, yeah. DoorDash and Grubhub, but other than that, I don't do any delivery. Uh, I guess the the big important thing is that uh, when this comes out, we have officially started phase one. Uh, in the middle of phase one, of trying to start things back up, in the at least in our state, I'm not you know going to talk about any other states uh, for them, but at least y'all, here in Kentucky, we're going to have fun with that. By the way, yeah. You know, well, they're starting with the medical facilities, you know. So at least, you know, we're starting there. And I guess it's sort of like, if you think about it, uh, you dip your toe in, and if a piranha comes up and bites you, you're not, it's not time to jump back in the water yet. So, you know. Yeah, but who, who's going? who's got to be sacrificed to see if the piranha is still there is my only concern. Oh, believe me, the, the there's plenty of people that are going through elective procedures. Again, I emphasize elective because they're choosing to have these procedures done. They're going to say, me, me, I'm in front of the line, do me. So, and that's and that's the people that deserve to be sued. Yep. Email me. I don't care. No, email me first. Damn. <laughs> ain't getting no fucking email. Nope. I'll say it again. Dead D E A D Pan P A N Studio S T U D I O one eight at gmail dot com. Email me. I dare you. Do it, bring it. That's right. Do it, do it, do it. Um, national news, uh, <laughs> which has just kind of happened the past day or two. When this comes out, it's maybe old hat uh, by them. But uh, the dictator of North Korea, Kim Jong Un, is possibly dead, brain dead, or alive. Just uh, as uh, <laughs> Mr. Alan Hogan told us before we started recording. <laughs> What you're saying is uh, he's basically the modern-day Schrodinger's cat. 
Yeah. Like, he could be dead or alive. He's a... Uh, little Kimmy's a firework. He sure is. He's gonna show us what he's worth. I guess. Uh, I guess he we'll... can't be dead. The man has no butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, we laugh because we we can't argue because it's true. You've never seen the interview? The interview's great. Brad, you've never seen the interview? No, I have not. Oh, oh my god. It would be it would be a perfect time to watch it. It caused Seth, It caused Seth Rogen to get death threats, okay? By Seth Rogen, man. By he North went Korea. on Colbert. And I've never <laughs> seen that man so nervous. He almost knocked his coffee mug over. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he thought North Korea was gonna send assassins after him. Yeah, I remember. I mean, he dude, took out I his thought own, I was doing uh, my patriotic own... duty. Like that movie, yeah. it, uh, no theater, if, if there was any, it was very few agreed to uh, show it. Yeah, because of all the death threats and the bomb threats, and they were so the they decided to yeah. release it on YouTube for like ten so, bucks yeah. or so. And I was like, I think it was Christmas morning. I could not wait. I was like, I'm gonna watch the interview. So I. I've never been so proud to pay to see a movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. I watched it as soon as it, it was released on YouTube, and I laughed so hard. Um, we own two but copies But at the same time, I mean, it had a really good point. It reminded me of um, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. The Great Dictator. Yep. It was just a modern-day, filthier version. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but... God, I love that movie. It was so good. As it should have been, yeah. yeah. Seth Rogen would do something filthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was. It, I mean, it's him and James Franco. Yeah, and Franco uh, will do anything to get into a Seth Rogen movie. So, yeah, Seth so Rogen's the only guy keeping him relevant. What, what the plot is, Brad, or for any listeners who don't know, uh, it, Dave, Dave Franco. Uh, his uh, his character's name is Dave Skylark, and he he's got Sky, Skylark tonight. Like it's all a it's he's supposed to be a me, news media guy, but he's really just a sensational like an e e news type of guy. DMZ like, like anybody from uh, CNN or Fox yeah, News so or MSNBC. The anybody in the media. Uh, they find out that Kim Jong Un is a big Skylark Tonight fan. And it, it's it's kind of funny because all of a sudden Dennis Rodman was was a real life Skylark in a way. Um, he still is. He's a. But, I think he's an official citizen of North Korea now. Um, yes. Yeah. So the government gets this idea: we're going to take this Skylark guy to go meet Kim Jong Un, but we're going to have a plot for Skylark to take him out. And so Seth Rogen and James Franco go over to North Korea with the plan to kill Kim Jong Un, <laughs> uh, and it, it just turns into a really—I thought it was pretty powerful myself. Um, you know, if you can get past all the <laughs> all the jokes <laughs> that are in the movie, uh, like it, it starts out in the funniest way, Brad. You'll uh, within the first five to ten minutes, you'll be laughing so hard. Uh, it's a really good movie. But anyway, it it might be uh, coming true in a sort of way. And by the way, that uh, movie is now over 10 years old, so it's nostalgic. Has it really been 10 years? Yes, it has. Let's see. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did that just blow your mind? It did. Oh, man. I'm going to go in a corner and cry. <laughs> 10 years i remember it like it was yesterday no it hasn't been that long it's been, it's been a little while though it's been uh it hasn't been 10 but it, it may have been a little more than five uh i'm not 100 percent sure but it hasn't been quite 10 but you're right i mean it could turn into real life but it's been six years six years okay so well i was right in the ballpark there you go uh, yeah 
this other little bit of national news. <laughs> um, so what do you all think about the controversy over, uh, you know, President Fanta's words about the disinfectant injection into the lungs? I, I watched it, and I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said this on here before. I probably have. Trump, from the very beginning of running for president, when people would ask me what I thought about him, all I would say is, is he reminds me of Archie Bunker. Yeah. You I know what he's trying to say. He's just not very good at saying it. Yeah. And I don't believe he meant actual Lysol disinfectant. No. <laughs> and spray it down your throat. No, no. There's this stuff that, um, what do you call them? Respiratory therapists use, uh, you know, when they're putting you through rehab for your lungs. It's actually stuff that they inject into your chest that works sort of like a disinfectant, you know, to mm -hmm. clear any infection that might be in there. And I think that's what he was getting at. However, if you were, now see, look at this. This is where I'm in the middle. You heard me refer to him as President Fanta because he's an idiot orange person. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I'm kind of taken up for him. Uh, maybe I'll get an email with this. Um, yeah, is where, I, yeah, you're exactly right. I don't think that's what he meant. I think he's hearing a lot of, you know, technical jargon by these doctors and officials. And this is what comes out of his mouth because he can't quite express right you know what right. that is but if people actually do research instead of taking his little sound bite and running with it they might actually see what he meant now exactly um, and he didn't help his c c case no, either but no, his his response to the backlash yeah, saying he was being sarcastic I was talking to you reporters and being sarcastic just yeah to see what yeah you he mean. really didn't he really didn't he that's was a, not talking to the reporters let's see, that, that's something i've doctor. i've always said about the like the impeachment thing Quit trying to get him out of office. He will knock himself out of office if you give him the opportunity. But every yeah. time somebody tries to knock him out, they hang themselves. Just let him be, and well, he will kill himself anyway. Here's my thing about it, and it's just like the stupid shit with the top on. Uh -huh. you're willing, to, If you're willing to do it, you deserve the con. Yeah, it's natural selection. Yeah, Darwin's I mean, in the next. You, you know, Mick? it's like Tiny just said that the whole Tie Pod thing. With I what, mean, yeah, Mick, with what you just said, this is for you. Nobody even put it in anybody's heads that that would be a smart thing to do. They just started no. doing it. Yeah. And Lysol took that up quick and was like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Because they realize how dumb people are. But at the same time, man. Look. Use your common it, it sense, people. Hurt, it wouldn't hurt my feelings any if you took warning labels off of everything mm -hmm. and just said, go. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> hey, you know what? I grew up I grew up on a farm around diesel fuel and tractors and big equipment and machinery, and we didn't have warning labels. We had somebody there that said, hey, don't put your hand in that, and we didn't put our hand in that. Or they said, hey, don't drink that, and we didn't drink it. Because we knew that if we did, something bad would happen. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yep. But this goes back to our original point, especially uh, for like the coronavirus. Look, don't listen to the media. Don't even listen to us. Do your own research. Get your own answers and stop believing sound bites. I remember a few years ago, WBKO, our, our local news, the headline was, if your car stalls on a railroad crossing, get out of your car immediately and dial 911. And I'm thinking, who the hell doesn't know? No, nah, man, there are people trying to jump that shit on the track. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, see, I see the point of that is because it's, they're just trying to make sure that people, their first thought is get out of the car. Even if it is to do something dumb like but call nine one one. Why is it even needed to tell somebody that? Because like people you, eat Tide Pods and apparently try to inject to themselves with cleaner. You should know not to hang around on a railroad track. So I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go and say this. I I don't know. I may have told this story on air before, but I was uh, probably right out of high school, maybe nineteen or so, and. Um, I had went and bought a candle from one of the nice candle stores that are out 
Come, and, baby, light my candle. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, it, it actually looked <clears throat> like strawberry preserves. So it had like chunks of strawberry and stuff in it. But on the bottom of it, it says in big bold letters, this is not food, do not eat. And I'm like, who the hell buys a candle thinking, oh, this looks like food. We should eat it. They're the same ones that gave these uh, Pop-Tart companies reason to put the instructions on how to fix a Pop-Tart. It's sad. Everybody still there? <laughs> yeah, I could go on and on about crap like this. Yeah, I was going to say, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get worked up. All right, well then, uh, <laughs> let's move on to our main topic. All right, so, again, as we mentioned before, tonight is going to be about the Latin explosion from the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, of course, that was when, uh, of course, you know, we're going to age ourselves here. That's where me, Tiny, and Sir Bradley were in high school and finishing up high school. Alan, I think you were coming out of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, in about 10 years, you'll be back in one. That hurt me. I, I, Bravo. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give Bro. him a round of applause. Good one, sir. That's good. because of how quick that was, man. That was awesome. <laughs> that was good. I applaud you and I tip my hat. <laughs> All right, so what's uh, what does everybody remember the most about uh, the Latin explosion in the nineties? <laughs> My explosions. <laughs> well, you I know, Brad, your uh, hero, baby. If you had used a little more fabric softener, that might have not have been an issue. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, Chafing is bad for most people. <laughs> while, while we're being honest about the time period that that was for us, now. Um, I remember a lot more about uh, actually watching music videos on mute <laughs> <laughs> yeah. than I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a time where Mick learned to read lips. <laughs> <laughs> For multiple reasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he liked dating them deaf girls. She bang ended up making a big comeback because of Watts' face on American Idol. Yep. Yeah. And, Him and his backpack. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I wanted to cover that is because, um, you know, even though this stuff happened 20 years ago, it still has an effect on us today. Um, yep. But anyway, what the actual thing is about, it, you know, the Latin explosion, what that means is the big boom in popularity of artists and singers from the mid to late 90s who come from Latino heritage, whether they're actually from a Latino country or here based in the U.S., but of Latino heritage. Um, I mean, there's a swath of them that were, you know, at least had some hits, but we're not going to cover all of them. But we do have a list of different artists that made, you know, that had the most notoriety. Notoriety is a good way to put that. I like that. Yeah. Some some good, some bad. Like, for example, um, Selena. Who here remembers Selena? Yeah. I remember yeah. Selena very well. Um, I remember that even before, um, because most people will remember her uh, with a J-Lo movie. And yeah. Actually, that, that's that's how I do remember it. I, I don't remember Selena. Uh Prior to her death. Well, that movie, uh, it, it, it came out only uh, like two years after she was killed. Yeah, it was in 97, um, I think. Yeah, when she was killed, I was four. And I, I didn't know her at the time. I didn't know of her. So growing up, though, my mom absolutely loved the Selena movie. Yeah. And I've watched that a few times, and I actually watched it um, about a year ago, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's it's so sad. Like, uh, and what's crazy is, is I'm older than she ever got to be. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and even though she she achieved world acclaim, it was 
cut short because of stupidity. It was. That and was not no. That was not fault of her own. The only fault she had was having a big, a good heart and agreed to meet the one. Yeah, and the, the, that's the that was the big thing too. As she actually had a big booming career in the Latino market, uh, not in English speaking markets, but the actual Latino market um, in those countries before she started trying to break out. I mean, she'd already had a couple of albums and some hits down there. She was already making a good living, you know, doing that. But she wanted to try to get her, you know, next step level by trying to get into the English markets, you know, the American markets when she was murdered. And she was murdered by, you know, her one of her best friends and former manager of her fan club. And, we're you know, we're going to say this woman's name because... You know, she lives in should live in infamy for the rest of her life. Yolanda uh, Saldivar. Mm-hmm. Now, you know the thing is, she was murdered before her single came out. Her big number one, you know, English speaking single, uh, "Fall in Love," actually came out after her death. Yeah. So I don't know if that would actually have any. You know, the, to say that you know she could have made it huge here outside of what it uh, the tragedy that you know befell her world's never gonna know yeah that's just the way it is but she was a beautiful woman she was very talented Uh, and i'm gonna say right now i was never a fan of this uh, type of music i never was uh me and tiny we pretty much spent our days uh what listening to uh, well the gangster rap wars are still pretty big about that point. They were teetering off. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Eminem's hit a uh, hit really big. So we started listening to him. Of course we had our, uh, had our rock, hard rock and heavy metal that we still listen to. But you yeah. know, the, the, the Latino music, when it was coming up, we, we weren't really a fan of, but it was everywhere. So to say that these people deserve respect for what they were able to accomplish, um, I, I'm fully behind. They they should. I just at least wanted to make sure that was clear to the audience that even though there are th- things that we may say that in a joking way that's a little disparaging-ish and we may not seem to be as knowledgeable as maybe some of you listeners are, you know, we did do some research. We did, you know, we are familiar with their work and we do respect what they did and especially what happened to, like, say, Selena. Yeah, and her other... Uh... The other song on that album, well, the album title was Dreaming of You, but that yeah. was also the, that was the title track. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that was released second. That plays at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Um, she never got to play that live. Nope. I mean, it's 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 insane. It is. It is. Um, well, I mean, and- the woman who, I mean, I, I don't, you don't know what's going through people's heads. I mean, she, she cheated uh selena's it was really for the fans though uh the money that she that she embezzled or stole however you want to word it yeah uh, <clears throat> uh i don't know i don't understand why you had to kill her you know i don't know well but... that just goes back to uh mentality i guess um there was a lot of stuff like that going on back then, though. Well, I mean, people get so obsessed with these artists. It's like, I understand enjoying the music that they make and understanding that it speaks to you and there are things like that. But just kind of like, um, it's a little off topic, but like we were talking about with Eminem, the song Stan yeah. is a perfect example mm-hmm. of the times that were going on. Like, they were so obsessed with these artists that if artists didn't do something that they thought was what they were supposed to or needed to do yeah they would stalk them and murder them and <laughs> yeah and i mean that started really back in the late 80s with uh i can't remember the name of the actress but uh well i mean we can go back to john lennon you know getting killed by mark david chapman um yeah but absolutely. then back in the 80s you've got the, the actress from my sister sam who her fan uh you know walked up to her front door rang the doorbell, she opened it, shot her dead. You know, and then here we are with Selena. Well, Mark David Chapman, that was a that was a different deal. Uh it, it was. I was just kind of using that as an example. He, I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a I, I get it. Uh, he was a he, he was a mega he fan was of, of that dude was he, I, I think his uh, he originally thought about killing Johnny Carson, John Lennon. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, uh, it's ugh, I, I hate it. I, I hate even saying his name. Can't stand him. Yeah, um, we may or may not cover that topic at an, at a future date. <laughs> yeah, and then the catcher in the ride. The the book made him do it. <laughs> yeah. What? Whatever. I've read it. <laughs> it's not made but me anyway, do anything. S- Selena. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Selena. Uh, but if it she wasn't was for the movie. I wouldn't know. I I don't think I would know that she was even existed, which sucks because she was really really good. Yeah, I, I and, wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, and um, J Lo's um, portrayal of her was awesome. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say that that wasn't how Selena was. Yeah, so. She was and, also and that, seemed to be a really good person, too. And that's a good segue, by the way. Um, so while we're talking about Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. um, most people know her as a actress and musician. Yeah, Jenny from uh, the block. Based on the fact that she had the Selena role, um, she got into doing the music because of this. Um, and then became, I think her first album came out in 99. Yeah, uh, with her first single, If You Had My Love. Yep, from, uh, I think it was On The Six is the album yep. that was uh, that come out. But J-Lo got her start in entertainment from a show called In Living Color, which was... Uh, it was a sort I of... It was, it was Ian, one of the Wayans Ian shows. and Damon Wayans. Yeah, it was, and uh, she played one of the Fly Girls. Yeah, she played a dancer in, yeah. on the show. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where she got her real big break from. And then once, you know, she got recognized, they offered her the Selena role. And then from the Selena role, she started doing music, uh, obviously more acting roles. And yeah. she started doing music. And yep. and she is uh, one of the big contributors to the Latin explosion in the late 90s. Yeah, she was. Yeah, However, she's currently working on her uh, 63rd marriage. <laughs> she has more marriages than Derek Jeter had home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's the seventh one. If I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But I tell you what, she's, she's still holding herself together very well. Anybody that watched the Super Bowl halftime show can attest to that. Well, Yeah. <laughs> She is Clearly. the modern day Suzanne Summers. Can I can I get does everybody agree with that? She's the modern day Suzanne Summers. The older she gets, the better she gets. All right. So anyway, um, as I was saying, does anybody agree or disagree that she is the modern day Suzanne Summers? Oh yeah. Uh I would hundred and ten percent agree with that. But uh again, there's a reason that I uh started watching music videos on mute. <laughs> so the the Selena biopic, mm-hmm. uh, she, uh, J-Lo actually received a Golden Globe nomination mm-hmm. for that. She did. And became the first Latin actress to ever earn over a million dollars for a film. Wow. Which is kind of crazy to think about today, but 20 years ago, that was pretty. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. And then she went on to be an Anaconda, and then eventually the music started. Yeah. Anaconda. Yeah, Anaconda. <laughs> we were talking about Selena, and she's the one that kind of got the ball rolling almost. Like, you know, if you're a batter and she kind of bunted to first. But the mm-hmm. guy who came up, swang, and knocked the ball out of the park was Ricky Martin. Yeah, Ricky Martin had a real big, like a real big effect on the Latin explosion. To be fair, he's he had a long story uh, career already. I mean, from his time where he was on that Latino teen group Menudo, which Menudo, yeah, yeah, Papa Video used to play and make fun of all the time. Well, I mean, fair enough. It was a boy band. From yeah, but it was almost kind of it was almost kind of by accident how he got his start in the uh, English speaking market because he for the world cup that year, um, he had performed live a La Copa de la Vida in English. That's the cup of life. Uh, he performed that at that game 
And then he was asked to perform it at the Grammys. And when he performed that at the Grammys in English, that's when everything took off. It was the 1999 Grammys. And it was perfect timing because it was honestly, it was like right before self-titled album for an English debut album, which by the way, went seven times platinum and sold over 22 million copies. Can you believe that? Seven times platinum. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's true. It's, he he did he did very well for himself. Yeah, uh, and that was with just yeah, I'm, I'm because of that. that perf- do what? I'm aware that he did. <laughs> he. I it, just don't get it. You know. Well, <laughs> it's you know? that was that whole thing back then. He was pretty. He had a great voice. And I mean, c- come on. Let's be real. He was pretty enough that I'm sure a lot of straight guys would go, hey, I would. Um, <laughs> which is ironic, <laughs> which I'll get into in just a minute. <laughs> but his it was his single, Livin' La Vida Loca, which went to number one. That's what made him the huge star. And then he followed it up with his number two single, She's All I Ever Had. Also ironic. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Now, <laughs> but <laughs> the reason I say that, listeners, I, it, for those that may be listening to this and aren't familiar with it, but right as, you know, he was at his peak, right as he started coming down, there were some rumors going around about him, and he decided to head that off at the pass, and I don't know if it actually hurt him or hindered him at the time. If he did it today, he would be considered a hero in the LGBTQ, but he came out as gay back then i can't be your hero baby oh sorry wrong person <laughs> wrong yeah. person well i knew that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but to be fair i, I, I mean yeah, he, as far as the 90s go absolutely but when i go back you had santana oh yeah uh richie valens richie valens uh, oh Vans. yeah let, let me just say, while we're talking about Santana, because that is a, a good topic, uh, Santana had a resurgence in the 90s because he did a song with Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. Called Smooth. Called Smooth. That was yeah. actually his 17th, 17th yeah. studio album. It absolutely was. Santana has been on the scene since the late 60s, early 70s, and uh, really has not changed his style of of playing anyway um you may not recognize him for his lyrical ability or singing ability but the man can play a mean guitar oh he sure can yeah Uh, that's single actually i've always sort of i've always heard of santana i never actually listened to him Mm -hmm. until now this goes past the 90s into the early 2000s Mm -hmm. he did a song called just feel better with steven tyler oh yeah that was absolutely crazy good yeah (laughs) it was guitar it was good but it wasn't as popular as smooth though i mean smooth stayed number one for 12 weeks on the billboard top 100 and it also that album supernatural allowed him to take home eight grammys and sold over 30 million copies my god because you're so smooth (laughs) you know shout out to rob thomas by the way too uh whose career hasn't been the best since about Mm, 2006. Yeah, but you have to understand, though, um, and Alan will appreciate this as much as anybody, you have to understand, he transitioned from doing music. He is now like a producer and yeah. director for TV shows. Yeah, he is. Um, and one of my favorite shows that has recently been on air called iZombie was produced by him, and the theme song was done by him. So yep. uh, amazing work. He's, a, he's an amazing musician. That is a pretty good show. Yeah, it really is. I enjoyed it. Even it, it is now officially over and canceled, but it, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. It's really good. Uh, who else have we got here? Uh, Mark Anthony. Does anybody remember who Mark Anthony is? I remember him as JLo's husband for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, time to you guys some explaining to do. <laughs> well, here's the hero. Cool- or was that yeah? Yeah. No, that's the song you were singing earlier, sir. Yeah. yeah. He won two Grammys. I can't be a hero, baby. Wrong person. 
Um, he is actually in the Guinness Book of World Records. Would can you all guess why? For being a record number of husbands to JLo? No. <laughs> if that was a category, wow. sure. Uh, but no, he is the top-selling salsa artist of all time. Was and see that's that's weird. Uh, it's it's I I cannot tell you one Mark Anthony song. All the only time that I picture him is standing next to J Lo. I'll tell you what on him. I'll give that's you just I, I honestly cannot tell you one lyric from any of his songs. Well, it's anymore. He's not known for his music. He's actually transitioned into being a pretty good uh, actor. Um, his first role was actually in Hackers. He was in The Substitute, uh, Bringing Out the Dead, Man on Fire, and a number of others. Anybody anybody can tell me the uh, character he played in the movie Hackers. I will give you extra points. Look, I did the research. I already know the answer. Do you other? T- yeah, I, yeah, I know you know the answer. <laughs> or else it wouldn't be on my paper. He's a computer tech nerdy guy. He was Angelina Jolie's boyfriend in the movie. SS Agent Ray. <laughs> Thank you, Lugal. <laughs> Lugal. <laughs> oh, that old Lugal. Wow, yeah. I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he's known for being married to J Lo. He's got a few hits, and he was he's become an actor, and also in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's still not bad for somebody who didn't make it as big as some other people during this time period. Like the right. next person I have on my list, Enrique Iglesias, the one person that Brad keeps referring to. <laughs> I can be a hero, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Enrique did pretty well for himself with that song. Um, oh, that's that's so ago. cool! What the song he's been singing, and then I said Lugal. That's the song that plays in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie is ten years old. <clears throat> oh yes, it is, that's, and so is Hot Tub Time so Machine sad. too. <laughs> Yeah. It's nostalgic. It is. A movie about time is now nostalgic. That's right. (laughs) So is Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. That's a timeless classic, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, That should never be redone. (laughs) Mr. Enrique Iglesias. He is the son of an already famous legendary Latino singer, Julio Iglesias. Yeah. Uh, and he's also partner to the amazingly beautiful tennis great Anna Kornikova, who was featured in his hero uh, song. Love me some Anna. Yeah. But what got him on the map was his song, Bailamos. Does anybody remember that? Bailamos. Let the rhythm yeah. take I... you over. I had to listen to it because I couldn't remember it. The only reason I listened, uh, re-listened to it was because it said it was featured in Will Smith's Wild Wild West soundtrack. And I said, really? Was it? I don't remember hearing that. And I go, yep, actually it was. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was on that It was on that album, Bailamos. Um, he also did a duet song with Whitney Houston called uh, Could I Have This Kiss Forever? Uh, he also did a cover of a Springsteen song called Sad Eyes. Yeah. Um, his second big hit before Hero was Rhythm Divine. And then after Hero, he did a song called Be With You, which actually charted higher. It was his second number one single. Well, Very impressive. I mean, yeah, he had a pretty decent career as, as far as a musician. Yeah, and he's and he's still uh, knocking out hits in the in you know of course not here in America but over you know in the Latino speaking countries he's still a huge star over there, still making bank, still performing to sold out crowds wherever he goes. And I'm not talking like little clubs. I'm talking he's selling out stadiums in in Latin America. He's huge, you know. He's really huge there, and he's still with Anna Kornikova. Kova, I've been drinking, but. You know, so mm-hmm. so I know we've been talking about all these like uh, superstar Latino hits that you know people went on to have amazing careers. Yeah, uh, I think we sh- I think we should at least mention one of the little guys who 
maybe got a year or so of exposure from what they did. Uh, Los Del Rios. Yeah, with the Macarena. The Macarena, that's right. Does anybody still remember how to do the Macarena? I never knew how to do the Macarena. Spanish for Spanish for Spanish for Macarena. Spanish for Spanish for Macarena. Macarena. That's the sad part. (laughs) Yeah. That song came out the first time I went to go visit Hawaii. That was uh, that was playing <laughs> everywhere in Hawaii, and so was song uh, song two's Blur, ironically. Sir Bradley, don't tell me you never went to a high school dance and didn't dance to the Macarena. Uh, no, um, I was on the eighth grade football team, um, and that played in the on the over uh, or um, on the speakers on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> team did it. <laughs> yep, and. And then, of That's course, there's yeah. Los Lobos. I don't, I don't remember how to do it now completely. I do remember a couple of the moves. But... Uh, of course, there's Los Lobos. There's Cypress Hill, which uh, uh actually have on my list when somebody mentioned that. Now, Cypress Hill obviously is not a, is not Latino pop, but it's a, I consider, uh, consider them part of the Latin they... Explosion because the lead singer is Latino. All right, so... Uh, let me take let me take lead on this one. Go for I'm it, man. A pretty big Cypress Hill fan. Yeah. Uh, yes. Be real is very much Latino descent. Black Sunday come out. I want to say either ninety seven. I think it was ninety seven. Ninety seven. I remember I'll right. Have, I'll have to do the research. I didn't do the research on it. I'm sorry. How but dare you? The the album Black Sunday come out in ninety seven, and it was very much Latino oriented mm-hmm. rap music, and they came up so big in southern california when that album came out they were huge and have been huge for a long time in fact yeah. they were actually um in the movie how high yeah. uh, with red man and method man <laughs> which brings us because that, that movie came out in the 2000s which means that's what we were talking about earlier the latin explosion didn't just happen in the late 90s it was early 2000s because we had a resurgence of stuff like of like that we had cypress hill you know outside of the regular latino pop realm uh with with their how would you classify their music uh mick um it's rap it's metal really like latino gangster rap latino it's, gangster rap well, with a little like, bit of heavy metal put in like they were well yeah they were well they did a couple of tracks that had like a heavier sound yeah later on in their career but like what really made them big, um, like insane in the membrane and and everything off that Black Sunday album had so much Latino I influence. No idea, insane in the membrane with them. Yep. Yeah, that's that's five percent. I used yeah. to fall. Hey, I used to fall asleep to uh, Illusions. Illusions may be one of my all-time favorite tracks they've ever done, by the way. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that that has so much Latino influence. <laughs> if anybody would like to know why I'm so screwed up, just the fact that I used to go to sleep and fall asleep to Cypress Hill's Illusions, that, that should be your answer right there. <laughs> um, now I know. Yeah. Uh, so who came out? Who all came out in the 2000s? Okay, we've already talked about uh, Christina a little bit. Uh We've talked about Santana, but yeah, uh, Shakira. Shakira really made her big, like she was getting big in the the Latino markets. Oh yeah. She was already considered at that point to be like Latin, Latin music royalty. But she really didn't get big in America until she did. uh, Whenever, wherever. It it was, yeah, forever, which was, I think 2001, 2002, which was when she really got to be. Was that a was that a mute muted TV? All one hundred percent a muted TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can appreciate the music now. I did not really care for it back. But yeah. you know, one yeah. one can't deny though that she had an amazing voice. She still does. Uh, her voice has not changed over the past twenty years. You know, um, you know she's she's had hits like uh, whenever, wherever, underneath your clothes, objection, the one, and of course who. All I'm gonna say is her hips definitely do not lie. Thank you, Wyclef uh, Jean. Yeah. <laughs> she also uh, did. You know, she also collaborated with Beyonce for a song. I don't think I knew that, but I would believe it. Beautiful liar. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, Wait, I shouldn't be taking your word for it. I should be finding this information out myself. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely do the research on that. Give them a round of applause for that, Matt. Oh, yeah, a round of applause. Oh, you got it, man. Here you go. It is in three, two, one. Well, I thought. Why is it not playing? There it goes. It gave me a countdown, and then it didn't play. And I'll, uh, <laughs> it was I'll delayed. The delay. <laughs> yeah. The delayed applause. Um. The delay fits what we're talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we've we've touched on about everything, you know, that happened before. But, you know, they really are still, you know, influential today. They're still Latino artists today, you know, really making their mark. You know, we've got uh, Selena Gomez, uh, Paulina Rubio, Pitbull, J, uh, J Balvin, Ozuna, uh, which, by the way, if you all if anybody knew anything about those people, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, uh, when they were uh, performing at the Super Bowl halftime show, they also featured J Balvin and Ozuna. Hmm. I probably butchered their names. I apologize for that. But I have had mm, two glasses of wine and I'm feeling pretty damn good. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you if you listen to a lot of uh, modern day music, you know, these um, music, uh, artists have, you know, a lot of times have collaborated with modern, you know, people and up and comers. You know, it's like, say, for example, Selena, even though she writes, you know, a lot of her own music now before she collaborated with some of these people that performed before her, um, you know, just to get her sound right. I don't have specific examples uh, for that, but I mean, you can definitely, in her, especially in her music where you can catch her influences, um, which I hope those influences included kicking Justin Bieber to the curb because bravo to her. Um, yes. Bravo. Bravo uh, to Selena a Gomez. A <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Before we kind of bring this topic to a close, I have a story. Uh, this happened uh, when me and Kat were doing Christmas shopping in, uh, in Nashville. Okay. Uh, we went into, um, oh my gosh, what is the name of those, uh, outdoor, uh, stores, not, uh, Bass Pro Shop. That's what it is. The big Bass Pro Shop, uh, down in Nashville in the, uh, in the mall. So yep. we're standing in line and we're waiting forever because this guy's doing the best he can. He had, there were four people that called in and two just didn't show up. So he's basically the only person manning one single register in the middle of, you know, the Christmas purchasing chaos. So we get up to him and, uh, we, me and Kat kind of notice him looking out into the, uh, you know, out the doors into the middle of the mall, uh, from, you know, his register kind of faces the doorway in and out on that side facing into towards the mall. <laughs> and, uh, we're like, man, we, you know, cause we're always trying to, we're really trying to be kind to, you know, customer service people because we work in customer service. Anybody that works in customer service, we kind of have sympathy for anybody else that does. So we're like, hey, you doing all right, man? He goes, dude, I'm, I'm doing just fine. He goes, he, and he told, that's when he told us that so many people called in, so many just didn't show up. So he's kind of left here by himself when there's, you know, by their policy, they're only supposed to have no less than three people at the those registers at one time, no less than that. So <laughs> he's like, man, I, 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 I'm still doing pretty good. He said, when I get a little overwhelmed, all I do is I look up and look out those doors and <laughs> you look out those doors and it's just a big old billboard of a lingerie, uh, clothed, uh, uh, Selena Gomez. <laughs> he said, I'm doing good. <laughs> Hey, smart man. He knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> so even she in the heart of Nashville is still influential. Uh, does anybody have any final uh, thoughts, comments about uh, the uh, 90s uh, Latin music boom? I'm trying to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him lie Thank to you. you. He finished before he even got online. Thank you, ladies. We love you all. That was a very influential time period in my life, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you to all of uh, you know all of you artists. Look, you know we joke a lot, but you know there's a lot of music today. No matter what genre you go into, there you can hear the influence of those of your all's music today. So thank you for bringing us to where we are today, because there's a lot of good music happening today. Thank you very much. And that's the thing, too, about music. Like, it, it's kind of hard to knock a certain genre. Um, 
because eventually it, you know, they call America the melting pot. That's pretty yeah. much what music is by itself, in uh, my opinion. Yeah, and I, I will. Like one, one thing leads to another, leads to another, and then eventually it's it's just like you you got this mass variety of awesomeness to choose from and sometimes they blend together nicely and i tell you what though i can't look i would put money on it there's not many people out there i bet every single one of us here on mic right now uh if we're in a store and say for example living la vida loca by ricky martin comes on the uh, the overhead speaker because you know they just have some random playlist yeah. we're humming it whether we realize oh, yeah. it or not we're humming it whether we liked yeah. it back then whether we hate it now we we still hum it yep. Was yeah. never a was never a big fan, but anytime like you hear songs like that, it kind of just you you feel at home, you know. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. They were all around you. Yes. Once again, thank you all. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it that time? Is it that time again? It's time to do our nostalgia item of the week. I am going to. <laughs> I'm going to send this picture over, and then I have something to play for it. Don't look I at. Can be here, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Don't look at your phones yet, but I am sending it. Well, I'm trying to. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. My phone's just moving a little slow. Okay, don't look at it yet because I have something to play. I have something to play. You can look now. Now, is that the Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy, or yes, is, is that the Spike TV Ren and Stimpy? No, that's the Nickelodeon, that Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy. For okay, because sure. that could be used two different ways. No, that is the Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy, the good Ren it's, and Stimpy. It's the only one worth mentioning, Ren and Stimpy. So, audience... Yeah, the, I, I, I was never interested in Ren and Stimpy. Oh. I was shocked. I, I, I don't know. It, it's been at least 10 years, but I was just flipping through the channels. I was like... Why is Ren and Stimpy on Spike TV? Okay, let me click yeah. on it. Yeah, it's I, this is not what I remember. No, it's definitely not the same. No, it, it, it's it the was. same characters, but it's a totally different show. It really is. But I will say that was the closest to redoing a show than any of the animators are doing for different shows today. If you look That's at the, the new She-Ra, the uh, Teen Titans. Oh my God, the Teen Titans. Jesus. Um, just I any number of those. If you Kevin look Smith at any of those, they suck compared to the original. No, I agree. I have hope for the Kevin Smith stuff. I do too. Uh, I have uh, much hope for the Kevin Smith uh, Masters of the Universe sequel called uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation. He said he's he and the animators and the story are tr- are staying true to the original. So we shall see. Or well, well, as true as he, I guess Hollywood will, will allow, but. I'm crossing my fingers for that. But, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the nostalgic item of the week is Log from Blammo from the Ren and Stimpy show. Blammo. Do what? Blammo. That's right, Blammo. <laughs> the nostalgic item does not actually have to be a physical item. It could be something like that. So don't be surprised when you get some weird random thing us announcing what that is throughout. So, anyway... um, I guess that's it for us tonight, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I believe so, sir. Yeah. All right. So as always, um, I want to, th- you know, thank you guys for being on mic with us tonight. Thank you, listeners. Um, you All know, eight of you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Um, of course, as always, if you would like to wait, 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 wait. Are, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Uh teach the audience a little bit about uh what we've got coming next week i was thinking that too actually sure. well, they, don't ever, they don't ever email us so let's just say fuck them right <laughs> i agree let's 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 throw out there kind of what we're we're talking about for next well i tell you what 
We'll do that as soon as I get through the email where we stream. Let me do that real quick, and then we will we will end it with that. Okay, so of course, if you'd like to you know find us, you've got us on Facebook and Twitter at Soaking Nostalgia and Deadpan Studio 18. You can email us at SoakingNostalgia at gmail.com as well as DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com. If you're listening to us, we're obviously streaming to you. We also stream on these other services in case your friends want to listen to us but don't know how. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as the Podbean app, which is our server. This is a website. It's an app. You go to deadpanstudio.podbean.com, find the black and white logo, and you'll be golden, Pony Boy. Y'all can go. Yay! <laughs> I can't get no! Oh. I can't get no! Don't, come on, you can do better than that. I'm sorry, let's see. Um, do we want to do Yellow Submarine? Um, do we want to do uh, You Say Goodbye, Say Hello? Uh, I don't know, man. There's uh, there's probably about uh, 40 or 50 number one hits out of that eight years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just go back to the music video for Dancing in the Street. Yeah, <laughs> you can't count. You can't count Bowie in that though. Why not? Because he was around after uh, Mr. McCartney was gone, or not? But Mr. he had, Mr. he had the moves like Jagger. Oh God! <laughs> that lovely music video. That's what I, I'm feel, I, I feel like that I'm going to be severely ganged up on in the next episode. <laughs> what that means? Uh, that's okay. I just think that's that okay. So funny. What that means, that's ladies okay, and gentlemen? Because I've got the argument to back it up. What that means, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, our fellow listeners. What that means is next week we were going to do a topic about the Mortal Kombat video game and movie series, but. We decided we we've been talking a little bit off mic about this and kind of have a little competition going. Now, what we're doing next week, we're doing who's better, who is the better band, who is more iconic, who is the most legendary band of all time, who is more creative, who is just better. Was it the Rolling Stones or was it the Beatles? I'll save my comments for next week. Me too. Well. I- Unfortunately, I think the listeners may know between me and Brad where we stand on that already. There's a reason for that, sir. However, I will say that belting out the lyrics is probably not helping anybody's case. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll leave you that with uh, we'll leave you with that listeners Uh, next week. The Stones versus the Beatles in a free for all. Two hosts versus two hosts. If you all would like to decide which one was better, tell us, email us, get us on social media. We're not hard to find. Everything that I've listed, check those out. Get us on Twitter. That's real easy. Get us on Facebook. That's real easy. Send us an email. Either way, get us. Because then you know what? We may have something a little special for you if you vote in what you think the winning argument is next week we'll yes, cover that by all means reach around and grab us <laughs> well brad just lost a couple people on his side okay De- definitely uh <laughs> definitely weigh in guys i'm i would like to hear all opinions about this so uh whoever i, t- I tell you what if you, whoever votes for the winning side is going to get a really really nice little certificate uh as well, in I'll, I'll tell you we, we can come together and and we can work it out <laughs> I imagine we can. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm loving this right now. This is amazing. (laughs) All right, listeners. I'm going to tell you guys right now, okay? Don't let me down. Really, really, Alan? I was going to just say wild horses couldn't drag me away from this this podcast. (laughs) But uh, but actually, I need to go uh, because I've got a project. Um, at home, I'm trying to do. I'm a. Uh, there's this door at the house, and uh, I got to paint it black. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So let's bring this to a close. For let's let's, let's twist and shout on out of here. About that. That's right. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's save some for next week. All right, everybody. For Deadpan Studios a podcast. This week, I am your host, The Matt. 
Tuesday. Tiny. It's been a day in the life. I'm Alan. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll hold your hand. See y'all later.